Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I want you to know that the mothership has landed. It's DA on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, my brother? I want permission to come aboard the mothership. Asking permission to join a sports talk spaceship? Well, we're all a little crazy. The mothership has connected. The mothership, the, the, the mothership. Let's go aboard. Man, I'm feeling great. I'm doing great. Happy Friday, boys and girls. One question, one question only. How do you feel? Well, I feel good and I'm doing well. Hey, that's all that really matters. And we appreciate you being with us on this fine Friday morning. It's Target Demo Friday, which means let us know when you see the spooky season meme, where you are and how you're listening, plus... What you think of Carlos's $600 Versace shirt, whether you think it's beautiful or garish. And we will read those coming up here later on in the hour. It's Target Demo Friday. Let's get on with it. Also, in 20 minutes, is the Wizard of Oz. The Wizard of Oz. He's on a hot streak. Don't let him get hot. Might have taken an offer in week number one, but went one and three in week number two. So we're climbing. Climbing. So we'll do that coming up this hour on the show. Last night, as I mentioned, Niners dispatch of the Giants easily. The Giants now fall to one and three. And think about this. They had one good half so far in three games. They held it close last night at the half, but you just knew they were never going to really upset the Niners. They just didn't have the firepower last night. They just could not contain what the Niners were doing every time that they needed to get off the football field, and their offense was atrocious. I think there's a real regression that could happen for the Giants this season, where even though year two under Dable, and even though the new contract from Daniel Jones even though they've added Darren Waller and wide receivers of the draft, I just don't see this Giants team doing what it did last year in making the playoffs and then winning a playoff game. It's going to open up a slot in the postseason, as we all know. Series of teams, usually about six of them, that make the playoffs one year, then miss it the next year, and thus teams that miss the playoffs one year make it the next year. I think the Giants are going to be one of those six. 
This Ohio State-Notre Dame game tomorrow night is going to be fascinating for a lot of reasons, but one of the reasons is big-picture college football playoff conversation. I think we all know in college football that Notre Dame has a very reasonable stigma. Yeah, people don't like Notre Dame because they get all the attention because there's a little holier-than-thou thing there. They have their own television deal and network. They don't join a conference for football. And there's all those wake-up-the-echoes and win-one-for-the-gip and all the Notre Dame stuff that people just hate and dislike. An arrogance that Notre Dame has as a program, and I think that may carry over to some fans as well. So people do take glee in the fact that Notre Dame can be good, but are always kind of fraud. They're a bit of the Dallas Cowboys of college football. Oh, yeah, nice regular season. We'll see you when it matters in the playoffs and watch your butts get beaten in. And it's very stark. It's very dramatic when Notre Dame gets to the postseason, if they get to a college football playoff or a big bowl game and play a true top-tier power program, they almost always get their doors blown off. We remember the year with Manti Teo. They get all the way to a national championship game, and the game is over after the kick. After the kickoff, it's over, and Alabama just shreds them. And this has happened time and time and time and time again, whether it's Bama or Clemson or another bowl game. Notre Dame may get there and may get there on the backs of their popularity in some cases, but when they get there, they get punched in the mouth, they get a wedgie and hung up on the door or punched into a locker, and everybody laughs. This is a moment tomorrow night where Notre Dame has an opportunity to change that narrative. And until they win this game, this type of game, you simply cannot trust that anything is different. You can pick your reasons why many observers think that Notre Dame doesn't recruit the same type of talent as athlete top to bottom as other schools can get into their program, get into their school. Others think that maybe they're not challenged enough with a non-conference schedule. Some people will just say, hey, you know what? They've never been as good as their reputation would suggest, and so they get into these big spots undeservedly so, and then we see what the real Notre Dame is. Whatever the reason is, Notre Dame has the stigma, and understandably so, that in this moment, tomorrow night, they will once again get embarrassed. So for Marcus Freeman, for Sam Hartman, and for everybody else on Notre Dame, this represents far more than just a football game. Because if... Notre Dame wins tomorrow night. You can honestly say, okay, now we can talk playoff. Now we can talk playoff. Now you are legitimate enough to beat Ohio State, a top five team. Now we can talk playoff or a top 10 team. If they lose again, we're going to get right back to where we started in December where the college football playoff committee is going to be trying to figure out who deserves into the college football playoff. And when Notre Dame's name comes up, we're all going to groan and say, no, not again. They're going to get their asses waxed again. No, enough of this. 
That's what's on the line. And what's on the line tomorrow night in this game is tiebreaker if these two schools get to a one-loss situation and the playoff committee's got to pick. Because, look, Michigan has had Ohio State's number for the last two years. If Ohio State runs the table but loses to Michigan, once again, they're not winning the Big Ten. They've got a one-loss resume. If Notre Dame has one loss, but they've knocked off Ohio State, that might be the difference between the Irish getting into a playoff and Ohio State not getting into a playoff. And I think for Sam Hartman, there's always been this drumbeat of the next great Notre Dame quarterback. This is going to be the guy. This is going to be the Golden Domer that wakes up the echoes and brings us back to the good old days, and they always seem to be a step below what the expectation was. Sam Hartman did not start his career at Notre Dame. Sam Hartman is a Wake Forest product. Sam Hartman is a a veteran quarterback that's been around the block for a while, and Hartman does appear to be a step above a lot of previous Notre Dame quarterbacks in terms of decision-making, arm strength, and making big plays. If Hartman proves against Ohio State that he can win this football game, then he also represents something that we haven't seen in a long time. A stud QB at the controls of Notre Dame that takes them from good or very good to great. There's going to be a lot of Buckeyes fans in attendance. They're trying to hold them off at the gate. The Barbarians are at the gates. I don't think they're going to hold them off for very long. Buckeyes fans tend to invade, and that's right down the block from them. Tomorrow night, Notre Dame Stadium. Going to be great. We are still efforting Randy Cross, so if we get a hold of him, we'll have him here on the show, but we'll take a break right now. That way, we've got the Wizard of Odds coming up next, and if we get Randy, we can have time to get him in before the update as well. DA, CBS Sports Radio. per capita than any other sports radio show. It's DA on CBS Sports Radio. All right. Welcome back. DA with you here on CBS Sports Radio. Coming up, it's a Target Demo Friday. As always, let us know where you are, how you're listening, and when you see Target Demo Friday's meme, you'll see the one and only Carlos with a K $600 Versace shirt that he's wearing today. And you answer the question, awesome or awful? Also, your epic fail coming up as well. All right, you guys know the ballad of the wizard. The Wizard of Odds swings into our studios on Fridays and delivers with a wand his mystique, his knowledge, his vision of the future. And said vision's been slightly clouded over the first two weeks of the season. Now, if you have been fading the wizard, you are making boatloads of cash. He is 1-7 and seven overall to begin the season. But you got to start somewhere. 0-4 to begin, 1-3 last week. We're looking for a bushel of wins in week number three. It's time for the Wizard of Odds. 
Who's the Wizard of Odds? It's D.A. It's the Wizard of Odds. Wizard of Odds. The odds are that you will be a winner today. The Wizard is here. Make it feel okay. Hey, hey, hey. Hey! All right, my favorite game of the weekend, even though the line is huge, is Colorado-Oregon. There's going to be points put up in this game. Colorado, obviously, has been the story of college football. But they're catching 21 points in this game. they got to go to Austin in Eugene. Tough place to play. Bo Nix going to put up yards and points, no doubt about it. But i got to think Shador Sanders in Colorado puts up points themselves. And 21 is a fat, 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 fat number. I know the odds makers are looking at this going, I'm going to sucker all of America into this thing. And you watch. Oregon's going to blow them out by four touchdowns. But... I got more faith in Colorado than that. Give me the buffs plus the 21. It's the Wizard of Us. Elsewhere on Saturday, Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss traveling to Tuscaloosa to take on the Crimson Tide. I actually got this heads up from my BetQL friends, and that was the first half line, which is 27.5 total points. You got to kind of creep around to get it. But 27 and a half first half points. Bang the over on that. Lane Kiffin is going to know some of the ways to attack a Saban defense early. And there's going to be points put up, and you're going to get it under the 28-point mark. So you need four touchdowns of the first half total between the two teams. Kiffin should be able to attack the defense good early. You might see a couple of good early drives out of Alabama. There should be points put up in this game, despite what we've seen out of the Alabama offense the last couple of weeks. That's where Ole Miss can be had. Take the over on the first half total of 27 and a half. It's the Wizard of Us. Over to the NFL. The Wizard has said fade the flock, the terrible Cardinals, every single week. And why would he get off that train now? Now, he was... Laying seven with the Commanders week number one, and they won by six. And then he was laying four last week with the Giants, and the Giants won by three. So he's been one point off in both of those. He's going to go back to the well again. The Wizard is laying 12 and a half with the Dallas Cowboys. 12 and a half. But why stop the good times right now? Let's say lay the 12 and a half with the Cowboys as they win by two touchdowns on Sunday. It's the Wizard of Us. And finally, speaking of the Commanders, I'm a believer. Now, Buffalo's got to travel to FedEx Field, and I'm sure there's going to be plenty of Bills Mafia in the building. But with how up and down the Bills have been to start this season, down week one, up week two, and how good the Commanders' offense is, I think people are still not hip to how good Biennemi's offense has been. And Hartman, I should say, how good... Sam Howell has been. So I like the Commanders plus six in this game. I think they keep it close. I don't think this is a runaway for the Bills. And so that's my fourth pick as the Wizard. It's the Wizard of Us. The Wizard of Us. Oh, yeah. And you know what? Even if we're losing bets, it's still just, it's good to feel alive inside this beard. It's just, it feels good to be alive. 
if Carlos with a K's Versace shirt is what gives him superpowers, this beard, this ratty old stapled together beard from years ago that's stained, this to me where I get the hairs in my mouth, this is what gives me my superpowers. Now we've been trying to track down the one and only Randy Cross. Is that a thumbs up or a thumbs down right now for Randy? That's okay, that's a thumbs down. So, should we do Bogish here, or should we take the, the last break of the hour, then come back with Bogues and do the Target Demo Friday? Well, it looks like Bogues is going to come in here to do it. We're kind of thrown off schedule-wise. He looks like he made the decision for you. Mr. Cross. Why, why does nobody want to talk to you this week, Wizard? Slash DA. It's the Wizard of Us! Largent bailed on me. Can't find Randy Cross. Cross bailed on me. I think it's because I, I yelled at Ross Tucker for the Jim Thorpe comment. You did. And then we posted that to social media, and I think potential guests were like, yeah, I'm good with DA. Mm-hmm. Guy's a bit of a rabble rouser, bit of a clown wearing those costumes. His picks suck. No thanks. Yep. Not wearing $600 shirts. Nope. It's the Wizard of Us. That being said, by the way, both Bogues and I woke up today and we chose violence. We went to our closet and we both pulled out the same exact, although different colors, Boise State Broncos pullovers that we got in Boise two years ago. Yep. And I saw mine in my closet, I think, Monday. I said, oh, that should be in the rotation for this week. Got to Friday, put it, left it out last night to wear, and then walked in and saw yours. And I think, I don't know why you are wearing yours, I just saw it like they wanted to wear it, and the weather here in New York is now kind of long-sleeve weather, thankfully. But I think we are on, like, the two-year anniversary of us actually being in Boise. Yeah, I think it's almost exactly it. Yeah. It was week three, maybe. I don't know if it was week four, but it was, yeah, exactly right. And how about in terms of anniversaries, this. Today is the six-year anniversary of Art Garfunkel hanging up on me. Is it really? Today is the sixth year, September 22nd, 2017. I only know this because my friend Pete Devlin has on his Facebook this pop up as a memory today, six years ago today, but it was the clip of Art Garfunkel getting very upset that I asked him about Paul Simon and their breakup and then called that low journalism and why would you do that? And that's low, Damon. That's very, very low. Mm -hmm. And he never wanted to finish the interview and basically hung up on me and cursed me. And Paul Simon was on Howard Stern this week, and I heard Howard before that saying, I don't even know where to begin asking questions of Paul Simon because you could do three hours on this, on that, on our Garfunkel, and I'm like, well, or three minutes. I don't know how that's <laughs> going to work because I don't know that either one of them wants to discuss the other. It began by me learning that he was a, a math major back in school, and I said, you know, there's got to be a lot of math. You always hear that there's a lot of math in music numerical combinations, beats per, per second, et cetera. And he goes, I don't know why people say that. There's no math in music. And I'm like, okay. So maybe we can pivot to Paul Simon. <laughs> Something a little easier to digest. AB has our headlines. Just before halftime in Santa Clara last night, Niners left tackle Trent Williams threw a right cross to the face mask of Giants D lineman A. Sean Robinson. Both players got personal fouls, but plenty of people thought Williams' punch was worthy of ejection. Senior VP of officiating Walt Anderson told a pool reporter postgame none of the angles they had showed something that should have risen to an ejection. 
The Niners threw non-literal punches all night, running away from the Giants for a 30-12 win, a 3-0 start. They have scored 30 in each game so far, but Kyle Shanahan's sarcasm here will tell you the offense is far from a finished product. That's why we tried to struggle in the red zone, so we could keep 30 three weeks in a row. Uh, Both he and his quarterback said they left points on the board (laughs) last night. The Niners had 441 yards of offense, 39 minutes of possession. Brock Purdy threw for 310 and two scores. Christian McCaffrey extended his touchdown streak to 12 games, tying Jerry Rice for the franchise record. And Debo Samuel got six passes for 129 yards and a tutty. Daniel Jones's Giants looked nothing like the team that scored infinite points in the second half in Arizona Sunday. We didn't create a rhythm. We didn't execute. Uh, didn't take advantage of our opportunities. Uh, certainly is a good defense. It's a good team. Um, and so when you're playing good teams, you can't afford to can't afford to do that. And, and uh, yeah, we didn't play well enough. And they didn't have Saquon Barkley or left tackle Andrew Thomas. Barkley revealed to the Amazon Prime crew that he is dealing with a high ankle sprain, uh-huh. but he's going to try and play in two Mondays against the Seahawks. Cowboys corner Trevon Diggs suffered a torn ACL in practice yesterday, and we are getting Andy Dalton this weekend. He's expected to start for the Panthers against the Seahawks because Bryce Young has an ankle injury. He got it in the first half of Monday night's loss to the Saints, but finished the game without any real problems. The Atlanta Braves offense is ridiculous. In last night's 10-3 win in Washington, Matt Olson hit his 53rd homer. Ronald Acuna Jr. scored his 140th run, the most anyone has had in 16 seasons. Wow. And second baseman Ozzy Albies crossed the 100 RBI plateau. Obviously, the great milestone you get, but end of the day, it helps the team wins. Win, it's better to that makes it better. Albies is basically one Jacqueline high and weighs a Jacqueline, <laughs> and yet he's got 32 homers and 103 RBI. The win maintains the Braves' three-and-a-half game lead on the Dodgers for the top seed in the NL bracket. Do you bracket. think the Braves are vulnerable like the Dodgers have been at times over the last decade where they have this incredibly powerful regular season and then get picked off in the playoffs? I don't know. They just seem to be really scary good. The best argument I have at the moment is that they're the Braves and they don't win World Series, but that's not really a baseball argument. And they did it two years ago. Right. And began to maybe change the narrative of what they do at the end. But I don't... I'm not really sure where you can beat them four times out of seven. I guess the big deal is just that baseball seems to be set up these days for powerhouse regular season juggernauts to stumble in the playoffs. Yeah. So it's hard to get through all of those rounds of postseason play, no matter how great you were in the regular season. But they don't really have a weakness. No, they've got Strider. They've got Max Fried healthy. They've got Charlie Morton. They have this ridiculous offense. They've got a good enough bullpen. Uh, yeah, they're, I mean, they're the best team in baseball. I'm surprised the Dodgers are that close to them in the standings. It just feels like they've been that much better. Yes. That they should all be wrapped up and done already Yes, in the National League, and it's not with yep. a you know, week to go. Yep. Uh, the Cubs lose at home to the Pirates 8-6, dropping into a tie with the Marlins for the last NL wildcard. The Giants three games back of them after a 7-2 loss at Dodger Stadium. And the Blue Jays, 5-3 losers at Yankee Stadium. They still have the second AL wildcard, but by only a half game over the Rangers and Mariners. And Julie Ertz made her final appearance last night for the U.S. women's soccer team. She played 35 minutes, got multiple standing ovations, then watched her teammates finish off a 3-0 win in Cincinnati over South Africa. Megan Rapino plays her finale on Sunday. DA, back to you. Did you catch any flack for 
arguing against Halloween decorations before October 1 on social media or with people yesterday? Uh, I think it was... At least in my mentions, it was it felt like 60, 40 people on my side. Oh. So, I mean, it was a pretty even split. I don't know if people directly wrote to Boyle more than to both of us. Uh-huh. But I didn't think it was – it wasn't going too much in either direction. But, you know, the ones that are on my side, they count more. Those are, like, <laughs> worth a point and a half, not one – just not not just one point. By the way, some of our listeners in Boise reminding us that Boise State actually plays tonight. They play at 1030 okay. on CBS Sports Network against San Diego State. So we happen to wear our Boise gear on the Perfect. day, on game day. And if you want to see me being tough tomorrow, I'll be calling a football game from inside a press box, inside a tropical storm here in the New York area. We're supposed to have big-time rains and storms yeah. come through the area. Who does Fordham play tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow, Stonehill coming down from Massachusetts into the tropical storm. So, Are they the same division? Uh, they're actually a division. They they just, this is year two for them on this level. They were a D2 school for forever. Um, so, and they're good, but Fordham should win this game, especially at home. But depending on what the forecast is, it could be nasty and, you know, fumbles, stumbling, missed field goals, terrible wind. I don't know, don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Smells like a sound check to me right? on Monday. Some bogus fumble ruski calls. Let me ask you, what's attendance look like at a Fordham-Stonehill game in the middle of a windstorm or rainstorm? On yeah, Saturday? that feels like a friends and family game. <laughs> okay, uh, but what's the number there? Not reported, actual. Oh, I mean, if they, they'd be lucky to get 100 people. Wow! Yeah, I mean, who's going to sit? If I'm a student, I'm not sitting in that weather. No way. Zero chance. No. And I don't know... I mean, maybe the Skyhawk Mafia is legit and Stonehill's going to travel well. That's who they are, the Stonehill Skyhawks. Stonehill yeah. Skyhawks. Yeah, if maybe they travel well, they're a hardy bunch and they'll sit in that weather. That I don't know. But uh, just speaking from my experience, when people didn't go to Fordham football games and the weather was nice, I, I don't know <laughs> if kids are going to leave the dorm on a Saturday with all the good college games on TV. Oh, yeah, right. In That's rain true. and wind. Wow, so less than 100 people in attendance for this game tomorrow. There's a chance. I mean, again... It could be downright nasty tomorrow. Yeah. There's a chance that there are more people involved in the game than <laughs> watching the game. Because that's now, you know, 80 players for Fordham, 50-something for the travel for Stonehill. That's 130. So coaching staff, referees. 150, 160. Yeah, probably cross 200 with the people that actually work the game. And then us in the press box, there are like 30 people. I, if there's 250 fans that in that building, they've done a good job. <laughs> They've done a good or Ophelia, I think is the name the storm's going to get. Then it moved in a different direction and spared us. And Amy Lawrence, who does overnights oh, here she on has CBS Sports Radio, after hours with Amy, she's running in a marathon down in Jersey near the Statue of Liberty tomorrow, Liberty Park. Yeah. She's got to run. I don't know if it's a half It's a half. Half marathon yeah. in the middle of tropical storm Ophelia. Now, I, huh. I we were discussing this during the week. I think... And her, I, her start time is 8.30. If everything is trending correctly, she she should be done running before the worst of the weather. Let's hope so. Yes. For sure. I mean, she's a gamer. I would just bail on this. But I'm going to run a half marathon no, no. in the middle of a tropical storm next to the water? She was a gamer before this. Well, yes. Signing up to run 13 miles for that's fun. Right. Yes, that's right. No thanks. That's right. You're going to be... With major winds and major rain running alongside the river, the Hudson River, 
You could just get blown right in yeah, there. Yeah, as it's smacking up against the banks of the river and splashing up at you. I'm out. Yeah. I was out before that. I, I wasn't in to begin with. I, but was, yeah. I was out if it was sunny in 72, but if it's raining and windy, I'm really out. Nah. Out, out. When we come back here on the show, we've got Target Demo Friday lined up. DA, CBS Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's a Friday fiesta. Here's what our listeners in the Target demo are up to. You got that right, baby. We begin with Swamp Butter Bobcat. This is a man after my own heart. What up, DA? And listening every day here in Buckeye country. I say let Carlos with the K dance like nobody's watching. Love it. Got to have faith in the Buckeyes tomorrow. Down with the Irish. Going to be a close one. Hashtag Target Demo Friday. With na-na-na, good morning. And na-na-na, good morning. Swamp Butter Bobcat. Mm. Ostrich Eyes is watching on Twitch in gloomy Faytown. I'm a big fan of Carlos's drip today. By the way, I will be decorating for Halloween this weekend. Spooky boy for life. Hashtag spooky season. We are unkillable. Rob the 321. Morning, guys. Great start to the day. Thanks, Carlos of the K. Watching on YouTube in Burpee. It's official move-in day. Waiting for my wife to get here, and the shit will start hitting the fan. LOL. Carlos's outfit cost as much as my cabin. Hashtag off the grid. Hashtag goose. Make the picks. Make the damn picks. Trevor in Toronto. To Trash Friday, my local streaming source and home of the Blue Jays, no names mentioned, 
changed their app, forcing me to find another source for CBS Sports Radio. So now I'm listening to CBS Sports Radio 1240 via radio.net. I'm a zilch in this business. I'm a nobody. However you can find us, we appreciate the efforts. Not always easy, but we appreciate it. Citrus Thorn. D.A. Purdy was blitzed the most times in the next-gen stats history by the Giants last night. He still whooped their ass. He's the real deal and doesn't make excuses. He just wins. You dog! Purdy has gone from good story to good quarterback. Matt tweets, yo, D.A., listening in Calgary on YouTube, getting ready to go back to the forest. Carlos's shirt is kind of ugly, but would probably look way cooler if I was on LSD. And belated booskies to you and the gang, especially Bogish, feels like he's letting it loose lately and killing it. My ass! My big fat ass! I feel like Bogish is killing it. Jeffrey tweets, what up, DA? Check it in from Philly and Odyssey. As for Carlos with a K, I'd wear that shirt to go trick-or-treating. Hashtag spooky season, bro. That's right. I'm in the He's at three yeah. in the... Pat Boyle's father... Tweets, I'm pretty sure my son Pat was conceived in a wiener mobile. You come off as a beta, you come off as a loser. Fully Ohio says we need AI Pete Bilotti. Not only will the hatred between I Pete and Fat GPT be hilarious, it may also turn AI on itself and protect future humanity. Show. Oh, it's like a dream team. That's like Jordan and Magic. Fatty Crackers is listening in Kentucky on Twitch. Although this target demo might be too spooky for Bogish so far from Halloween, Cap might want to rethink a new meme. Hashtag spooky season. Take a sip of that. Steven Severna Park is listing in Northern Virginia, listing on CBS Sports' app. Love Carlos with a K shirt because it suits his taste. It would, it would look ridiculous on me. Happy 18th to my beautiful daughter. She makes me proud every single day. Let's go Jets. And what better way to celebrate a beautiful daughter's birthday than with that Jets chant. Moist Pork tweets, ADA watching on Twitch. While the shirt's a little pricey for me, I'm all about pushing the envelope. I like the shirt. Get it for me in a tie. We're in business. That's what's up. That is a meat. <laughs> Squishy Liquid in the waiting room at a doctor's office listening on YouTube. That shirt is proof high fashion's a giant troll job, and Carlos ate it up. I don't think he's got any rhythm either. Hashtag Target Demo Friday. What the hell did you just say to me? Jason tweets, I'm at the orthopedic surgeon's office. They know it's spooky season. They got little pumpkins lined up. Listening on the Odyssey app. Haven't met a piece of Versace that isn't gaudy. Hashtag spooky boys. She has a cannon. It's it's not even funny. Smedley Hoover gone incognito. As usual, listening on Sirius XM 158 from an undisclosed location in Wisconsin, relishing the Niners win last night. Carlos with a K shirt is fine, as long as he doesn't have a weird waist. Hashtag target demo. Stop walking around work like a loser! Ed says he hasn't checked in in a while from Harrisburg, PA, listening on Sirius XM. I'm with Bogus. Spooky season is October only. It can't be spooky season when it's almost 90 outside. Hey, boys. Mariana says, happy spooky season. The month's end is near. Let the decorating begin. Listening, watching via Twitch in the playground sandbox. Hard to decide on Carlos with a K shirt without seeing it up close. From here, it looks like a shine knockoff. Love you, Carlos. And I'm a cute little wild redhead. Don't you forget that, DA. Don't you forget it. I could never. Hurricane Jen.
Josh tweets, I spend more money than I care to admit on watches and boots. I was going to defend Carlos, but then I saw the shirt. Was he blindfolded when he bought it? I had to really look at it before I realized that statue wasn't a unicorn. Be a man! Yeah, there's sometimes when you, if you look at it a certain way, it almost looks like a unicorn in the middle of a trapper keeper. That's Carlos just my fat distorting it. <laughs> Warren tweets, hey, man, you got to admit, that song is really catchy. He's just feeling it. I mean, really, really feeling it. Got a big ass. Michael tweets, I understand Carlos with a K. I bought a $1,200 pair of Travis Scott Nikes the other day, and the wife gave me a death look. I buy a lot of meth. That's an amazing amount of money. Carlos, have you ever spent $1,200 on a pair of shoes or sneakers? No, I haven't gone that far. But I know which ones he's talking about. The resale on it is nuts. It originally cost $160. And now they're selling for twelve hundred bucks secondhand. You got a bunch of scumbags that buy stuff up just to sell it because it's all supply and demand. Ouch. Kevin tweets, Sup Carlos, I'm in South Carolina. Rock that bleep all the way with the New Jersey Giants go expensive ugly apparel. Go Bills, Carlos, you rock. Well, I mean, I'm a easygoing guy. <laughs> RN Says, if the new Mraz isn't finalized yet, you should put Carlos to the front. Dude is feeling good for sure. Love the joy. And Bogus is right. That shirt is, well, it's something. Do what now, DA? I'm sorry. Huh? <laughs> I'm sorry. Target Demo Friday on Facebook. Yes, we've got Facebook listeners as well, and it's spooky season. Jameis says the hit from Fitzpatrick could have gone either way. It looked dirty, but it still was an awful effort by him. Hashtag Target Demo Friday. Our esteemed uh, program director, Dave Mariunik. Dwight in Nova Scotia listening on the Fan 590. There's a less than 1% chance that I would wear that. The 1% is the off chance that I couldn't find my regular pajama shirt that I typically wear to bed, and I needed one in a pinch. Holy smokes! Patrick's in Savannah, Georgia on YouTube. Carlos's shirt is awesome, but I would never spend even half of that on any piece of clothing. Mraz is an emotional roller coaster with his Twitter while watching the Giants game. Oh, he looks like he drinks Monster and huffs glue. Gas from the 3-2-1. Adam is stationed in Stuttgart, Germany. Stuttgart? Listening to Odyssey this time and even took a look on YouTube to see the shirt. That shirt is pretty funky. Hashtag don't forget your raincoats. Hashtag toast them. Mark says happy Friday in Lakeland, Florida watching on my favorite radio show on YouTube. You guys are the best. DA show, Mr. Mandaloria. You're the best. Adam says happy Friday listening on the Odyssey app on my commute to work here in Cali. Hey, Carlos, sorry, my dude. That shirt is just ugly, but can I get a beam up? Lynn is greeting, says greetings from Aberdeen, Scotland, listening via YouTube. My partner, Kenny, says the shirt looks like an explosion in paint factory. Have a great day. So dumb. Like, dumb. Ni- dumb, dumb, dumb. Nicole is in Boise on the Odyssey app. That shirt is hideous, but I love what you and Bogus have going on. I think it's time for another trip to the Treasure Valley. Hold on. Yeah, I'd love to come back to Boise. Sign me up. Brian says, happy Friday. Also on KTIK, the ticket in Idaho, taking the kids to school, then headed out to town to do some fly fishing for the weekend. 
Yo, that shirt is ugly, a visual representation of Trash Tuesday. Uh, so just look up facts on the internet and just take the opposite approach to it. Now, is that nice? And that's your target demo Friday. Let's get to your epic fail, guys. And did we capture the the conversation with everybody about the shirt? That we did. Okay, Carlos with the K is wearing a $600 Versace sh- uh, shirt today. He was dancing on camera, which caused this commotion here it is, your epic fail. Even the DA show is not perfect. We know. Shocking. Here's the epic fail. I'm almost embarrassed to say how much this shirt cost, but I promised, like, a DA show quotes and moist pork that I would wear the shirt just to show that I have spent more on less. And this single piece of clothing was more than what Boyle spent on his outfit. Put your money where your mouth is. You know, because I got a big mouth and I got big money. North of 450. Yes. North of five? Yes. North of 550. Yes. Hide the money, y'all. There's poor people around. <laughs> North of six. And if you want to factor in tax, yes. North of 625 with tax? I'd say like 640. Now, I can't help it that I'm custom made. I can't help it that I look good, smell good, can't dance all night long. Are you telling me that my tax dollars that pay you to guard Staten Island <laughs> have become a $600 shirt? Yes, this was a $595 plus tax shirt. I don't have an outfit. Yeah. Shirt, sweater, jacket, pants, socks, belt, shoes that would collect to $600. Sames. Well, that's you. Because you never wanted anything. Carlos with a K is holding up his sneaker right now. Yeah, because if you think the shirt is outrageous. You heard me wrong? I think it was $8.95. $900 for sneakers, $600 for the shirt. like you, man. You lie a lot. Does the the military reserves pay that well? No, I used to have a real job before I came into sports. Doing what? (laughs) A pyramid scheme? You come off as a beta? You come off as a loser? I was a a general manager of an internet company, and then I was an executive vice president of another internet company. Of Google? I don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) Carlos with a K ran... Apple for five years. He created Uber. Nobody knew about this. iPhones 10 through 12 were me. What's wrong with trying to feed people? The K in TikTok stands for car. (laughs) (laughs) That's incredible. So check out the $600 shirt that Carlos is dancing in this morning from Versace. By going to Twitter at DA on CBS. It's epic. Carlos, can I say one more thing? <laughs> it's so epic. Very nicely. Can I say no and you'll still say it? It's a horrible shirt, too. Epic fail, you loser. That is why you fail. Epic fail. That's awesome. That was so much fun. Backwards, Brian tweets, and I'm watching on Twitch from Richmond on the first day of my vacation. I slept in, so I'll catch the first three hours on podcast later, so I don't understand the shirt thing yet, but I shop at Goodwill anyway. Hashtag vacation. Come on, Damon. Wake up. I was reading something that Salvation Army's Goodwill stores, which I shopped in a lot as well back in back in the day, are no longer filled with any treasures because now there's all this fast fashion that everybody just buys for cheap and dumps at Salvation Armies and Goodwill. So if you thought you were going to go in there and get some vintage T-shirt, 
some old school pair of pants, some cool badass hat from the 80s or the 70s or something. You're not getting it. You're basically getting a bunch of like TJ Maxx $5 polos that are all over the place. Everything is so cheap and trashy now. It's like all Old Navy shirts and stuff. People just buy shirts for like two bucks. Then they get rid of them the moment that they grow out of it. And it's just all trash fashion. Bummer. Once upon a time, going to a, a Goodwill store. I mean, it was a treasure hunt. How many times I pulled over on the side of the road with the bourbon bells. Like, no, nah, I got to check this one out. Go in there. Spend 45 minutes. Look, I found a Super Bowl 26 t-shirt. Great. Dan from Mechanicsburg says, DA, happy Friday. Caught the first hour in 96.5 at Harrisburg and the rest at Amazon. I would rather sit in a six-hour seminar of Boyle telling me about spooky season and alphas and betas than look at that wannabe Cosby sweater for more than a minute. Hashtag puddin' pops. Hashtag hehehehe. <laughs> ho neighborinos. It's nicer than that. It's a nice shirt. You're just hating on it. That's all it is. Miguel says, DA, did you just drop an S-bomb on live radio? No, that was Shed. Shed. And that's that's a reference back to when we thought Mraz said the S-word on a PGP, and he insisted he said Shed, but he said it in a really weird context that made no sense. And that's when we got Allen and Legal, quote-unquote, on his case and faked a call from our HR department and legal department that he needed to be <laughs> summoned into the office. And he flipped out on me. And he, <laughs> when he thought it was, was real, because <laughs> we quote played the voicemail on the air, he thought I had submarined him and that I had gotten him in trouble and that I hadn't come to him first and that he immediately was quitting in his mind mentally as the segment was going on, emailing our old bosses to set up lunches during the show. He had turned to Pete the body and said, that's it, I can't do it anymore. I can't do it with DA anymore. Now, as you might imagine, any of our old bosses that suddenly get an email from Mraz that say, hey, would you like to get together for lunch? Or like, this is the first email I've ever gotten from Mraz that had anything work-related. What does he want? He must have been he must have been canned. <laughs> it's one of the best bits. It's one of the best bits. Rob, not in the three to one. The NB that I had in my tweet is New Brunswick. Sorry, caught you off guard, DA. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. Look at it. N N N I'm thinking Nebraska. N E for Nebraska, N J New Jersey, N H New Hampshire. What are we doing here? Oh, N B, N B, as in New Brunswick. Tomorrow is a great day of college football. Tap to bottom, bottom to top. I gave you my tasty top five, but action begins noon Eastern. FSU, Clemson. Then 3.30 Eastern, Ole Miss, Bama, and Colorado, Oregon. Then 7 o'clock Eastern, Ohio State and uh, Oregon State, Washington State. And then late kick, 7.30 Eastern, Ohio State, Notre Dame. And as I was mentioning tonight, Boise State plays San Diego State on a little Friday night action among some other games. All right, that'll do it for us this morning here on the DA Show. Thanks to executive producer EJ Stewart. Thanks to Carlos with the K or T. So the wheels of steel. Thanks to Andrew Bogish on your headlines and Andrew Kaplan, the Wizard of Watch DA. I will see you to, uh, Sunday for Sunday morning football. Be good and be good to one another. I'm DA and the Mothership Disconnects.
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 